from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Welcome to May, May 28, 2017. This is the VK National News Broadcast being heard on VK1WIA and affiliated stations throughout the world. WIA Board Comment. Well, our new board has had its feet under the boardroom table for just seven days, and they're off and running, as we'll hear from newly elected President Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey in just a moment. Just a refresher, your new board under VK7 Tango Whiskey is David Ford VK4MZ, Greg Kelly VK2GPK, Marcus Berglund VK5WTF, Peter Glee VK8ZZ, Brian Clark VK2GCE and Phil Waite VK2ASD, immediate past president. But now to Hobart and President Justin. Wow, what a fantastic AGM and convention weekend 2017 in Handorf in VK5. A huge thank you to the organising committee who put on a very entertaining and informative weekend of amateur radio. It was a real credit to VK5 and showcased many amateur-related activities culminating in EME, Project Horus and the amateur radio technology demonstrations on the Handor Football Oval on the Sunday afternoon. And you'll hear more about these activities in this broadcast. And a huge thank you must go to Phil, VK2ASD, past president and the past board who have endured some challenging times. The AGM weekend saw the handover to an almost completely new board and this will provide a challenge in itself as the new board begins a period of discovery and adjustment. Following the first board meeting of the new board, it was announced last Sunday that the new WIA president is myself, Justin Giles Clark, VK7 Tango Whiskey, and the new vice president is David Ford, VK4MZ. At the open forum, the new board outlined some of the ideas that we will be seeking to improve and I offer the following quick summary to provide an idea of the direction we will be heading in. We are looking for greater openness and transparency and this starts with us releasing the board minutes for members' perusal. This will be made available via Memnet. The first draft board minute is already there for members to see what we got up to in the first new board meeting. The board also resolved to release the AGM and open forum videos without edit. The board resolved to establish terms of reference for a strategy committee to guide the development of a member-driven strategy and vision for the WIA. Whilst this is going on, the Board also resolved to continue the important work of the existing committees and any vacant committee positions will be filled in accordance with the Volunteer Charter. The Board is also looking to give committees greater responsibility and extract itself from many committees to enable it to steer and not row the organisation. And this will form part of the important work of that strategy committee. Finance is another important area that the Board will be focusing on through reviewing existing arrangements, making improvements and providing regular reporting to membership. This is also linked to improving membership numbers and a reoccurring theme in the open forum last Saturday was increasing membership. There is also a major body of work for the Spectrum Strategy Committee 
who has been charged with undertaking consultation with members and the wider amateur community on the recently released drafts of the radio communication legislation from the ACMA. I encourage everyone to review these documents and contribute to the WIA through the consultation portal within the next 14 days. There will be a couple of phases of consultation on different aspects of these changes, so stay tuned. Over the coming weeks, each director will be presenting a segment to introduce themselves and update members on the board activities. This has been Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, on behalf of the WIA board. WIA honours achievers with awards at the WIA AGM conference. Noel Ferguson, VK3FI of Mildura, and Graham Scott, Scotty, VK2KE from Albury, were made honorary life members. Noel became a radio amateur in May 1958, an avid home brewer, very active in education, special events, promotions and operating, and is our VK1 National News rebroadcaster in Mildura. Graham, a radio amateur since 1957, was formerly with the WIA Education Committee and for many decades a teacher and mentor of amateur radio throughout Australia. In other recognition, the Amateur Radio on the International Space Station Coordinator and Telebridge Station, Shane Line, VK4K8Z, received the Chris Jones Award. The Ron Wilkinson Award went to Phil Mote, VK4CDI, for his 23cm EME experiments focusing digital modes, which achieved a world record distance of 18,918.3 kilometres with EA8 DBM on the 27th of November 2015. John O'Carr, VK3FMPB, received the WIA Foundation Licence Award for taking part in ILLW, KRMNPA, being a WWFFVKFF hunter and running Anzac Day events. A number of WIA President's commendations were awarded. These to Peter Richardson, VK2PR, who compiles the WIA Contest Champion List. Kevin Mulcahy, VK2CE, for International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend Achievements. Tony Fowler, VK3KKP, who has led publicity and awareness activities. John F. Drew, VK5DJ, who epitomised the term STEM before it was coined, being an avid home brewer and repeater developer. The Australian Travellers Net Controllers, Ross, VK5KMH, Noel, VK4NL, Victor, VK4WST, George, VK4HGT and Bob, VK6KW. Bernie Lupanassi, W1CDM, and Terry Page, VK2JTP, received individual president's commendations for 15 years as the only administrators worldwide of Echolink. The WIA Publications Committee Awards were announced by the Amateur Radio Magazine editor Peter Freeman, VK3PF. The Al Shaw Smith Award for Journalism went to Joe VK3YSP and Julie VK3FOW for the non-technical article Anzac Day 2016 Amateur Special Event the Amateur Radio Magazine Technical Award for a second year in a row to VK5JST Jim Tregalis for an article, a $10 antenna for two metres that anybody can build. The Higginbotham Award went to Christine Taylor, VK5CTW, for a very long history of Amateur Radio Magazine contributions, particularly on Women in Radio, Alara and AHARS News. The 30 WIA assessors who reached the milestone of 10 years were each given a certificate and pin by the WIA exam service to mark the occasion. And last, but no means least, a big batch of VK fibres, of which we'll hear more of later in this news bulletin from VK1WIA. But now, 
It's to one of our immediate past directors wearing his SSC cap. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, from the Spectrum Strategy Committee. We'd like your help, please. As you know, the government released the Draft Radio Communications Bill 2017, just over a week ago. A whole package of information was posted to the Department of Communications and the Arts website. Some 17 files in all. There's a lot to read. The Department is seeking stakeholder feedback, with a closing date for submissions of 30th June 2017. Every licensed amateur, and even prospective amateurs, are stakeholders. You can make your own submission to the Department of Communications. However, as announced, the WIA's Spectrum Strategy Committee is analysing the bill package in advance of preparing a comprehensive response on behalf of the amateur radio community. Here's where we want your help to assist the committee in developing the WIA's submission. This coming week we will make available a consultation page on the WIA website which will enable you to submit to the WIA your views on what the government is proposing. Share with us what you feel may affect amateur radio. The information papers in the package that you can download from the Department of Communications website provide a lot of explanation in plain language which will help you gain some understanding. It is wise to remember that nothing is, quote, set in concrete yet, end quote. It will likely take a couple of years for the transition between what is in place now and the brave new world the government envisages. As the Spectrum Strategy Committee needs to develop the WIA's submission and lodge it by 30th June, our consultation page for your input will necessarily only be open for a short period. Keep a watch on the WIA homepage this coming week for our request for your input. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH for VK1WIA News. Wireless Men and Women at War book launched. The WIA launched its Wireless Men and Women at War book at the WIA annual general meeting. WIA historian Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, explained that originally a few war-related articles were on hand for the Anzac 100 commemoration, but... After he made a call for any others, he was overwhelmed. Many articles were in Amateur Radio magazine and summarised for the VK1 WIA broadcast. The idea of a book was now viable and interest grew. While noting that there were numerous contributors, Peter VK3RV commented that one from Jim Gordon VK3ZKK with facets of Bert Billings XJP was a standout. In 24 pages, it traces the so-called first and last Anzac wireless operator and his service in World War I and World War II. The Australian War Memorial in Canberra was to get a number of copies of this book, and other interest comes from war veterans, the radio industry, defence service personnel, academics, and, in fact, anybody interested in the development and use of communications. All the copies that were taken to handoff were quickly sold out. Further orders for the wireless men and women at war are now being taken by the WIA online bookshop. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. This is Grant, VK5GR, for the WIA AGM and Convention Organising Committee 2017. Well, what can I say? Last weekend, the WIA and the Radio Clubs of Adelaide combined to hold this year's convention. The aim was to rekindle the magic of radio in everyone who attended. 
by all accounts, we've done just that, with a huge turnout and a fantastic response from all who travel to VK5 for this year's event. From all the feedback received, it's clear that we've relit the fire and excitement of radio again in everyone who came. Many were heading home at the end of the weekend inspired to try new things. The response from everyone who came was beyond all of our hopes and expectations. So on behalf of the organising committee, I wish to thank everyone who came to Handoff and joined in the celebrations of what is at the core of amateur radio, that spark that drove us all to take up this fantastic hobby of ours in the first place. So, if you couldn't make it, and are wondering what was all the fuss about, here's a short summary of the events over the weekend. The event kicked off with a social dinner firstly on Friday night. It was great to meet so many people you ordinarily only get to talk to on radio. We must thank the Adelaide Hills Convention Centre for their efforts in accommodating the change in location at such short notice. Next came the AGM meeting and open forum itself on Saturday morning. More on this elsewhere in the broadcast. It was followed with an introduction by Doc VK5BUG to his MF and LF publications before we all broke for lunch. Then at 1.30pm, the Radio is Magic Showcase kicked off with our first guests, Ian VK5ZD and David VK5KK. They started with a presentation on amateur microwave communications, which surprised everyone when they realised that David was 9km away on Mount Lofty, communicating with the audience on 47GHz. He had a 10 gigahertz back channel so he could hear what was going on, and then to top it all off, we crossed live via 1.2 gig digital ATV to see what David was using at the other end, ably assisted by Tim, VK5ZT. A huge thanks to the microwave team from the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club for that demonstration. Next up, and continuing the ATV theme, we had David, VK5DMC from Port Perry, talk about how the VK5RDC digital ATV repeater came about, as well as how DATV was once again giving the general public an opportunity to access this little window into amateur radio. Following David, Mark VK5QI took us up into near space as he presented the latest developments around Project Horus and the new HD imaging systems now flying using advanced modems on 70cm from the balloons. Next, David VK5DGR spoke about the latest FreeDB HF digital voice developments including his new FreeDV 700C and 700D modes, which now can be better than SSB in terms of performance. Paul VK5PAS then took us through the joys of HF Portable, and a highlight was watching Paul assemble his station before your eyes in under five minutes right there in the auditorium. He was followed by Steve VK5SFA, who talked about his work with transmitting magnetic loop antennas. It's amazing what those compact little antennas can achieve. Then, our attention turned to how we can build on all these magical things by taking them into the classroom. Joe VK3YSP and Julie VK3FOWL talked about their school amateur radio club program and showed us how it was inspiring young people by giving them that wow moment on the air. Matt VK5ZM and yours truly then spoke about promoting the hobby. We showed how all of the facets of amateur radio presented at the showcase could be used to spark interest in science, technology, engineering and math studies within both university and high school environments, as well as into groups such as the Maker Movement. Everything tied together to reinforce the theme that radio really is magic. While all of this was going on, the partners tours to either Mount Lofty or the Barossa Valley took the opportunity to showcase the best that the Adelaide region has to offer taking in many of our arts, crafts and culinary delights at venues across the Adelaide Hills. 
A big thank you must be given to Joy and Shirley, who led those events, and to all of the venues who hosted them across the day. Next up was the conference dinner on Saturday evening. Sue, VK5AYL, opened with the launch of her new Parks and Peaks application for the iPhone. This was then followed by our keynote speaker, Craig, VK5CE, who presented both the serious and humorous sides of being an Islands on the Air, or IOTA, activator in Australia. Craig was a great ambassador for the IOTA program, and we would encourage you all to consider getting involved. Finally, Grant VK5GR gave a short presentation looking back on the Project Horus balloon flights undertaken for the 2012 AGM in Mildura. The fun continued into Sunday too, with the morning parks activations carried out by five teams across the Adelaide Hills. A visit to the National Motor Museum in Birdwood, or a chance to again experience the magic of radio down at the Come and Try Radio Day held at Handoff, was also very popular. Each of the presenters from the Radio is Magic show brought their equipment along for people to take a much closer look at. They were also joined by many other activities, including demonstrations by Chris VK5CP of Remote HF Station Operating, D-Star Communications by Ben VK5BB, Digital MF Communications on 630 metres by Andrew VK5CV, and a Horus Ground Station Tracking System manned by Bob VK5FO and Ray VK5RR. David VK5KK, in addition to his microwave equipment, also demonstrated his 10-gig boom bounce station, while Roger VK5YYY joined David VK5DMC in demonstrating multiple types of digital ATV equipment and techniques. Weissen SA was represented by Louis VK5FLY and Arno VK5ZAR, attracting a steady stream of interest, and Sue showed more people how to use her iPhone app. The EARC microwave team were also out in force, bouncing signals across the oval and were joined by some VK2 amateurs in the event. Eric then flew another high-altitude balloon, this time it was Horus 45, complete with an imaging system and a voice repeater. And meanwhile, on HF, Steve VK5SFA drew a crowd all day long of people wanting to get a much closer look at his magical transmitting magnetic loop antennas. The most magical event of all, however, had to be the visit by the children and their parents from the Handorf Primary School. Joe and Julie took them on a journey introducing amateur radio and all of its facets along the way. They were shown HF Digital Communications, Radio Direction Finding, HF Voice Communications, and each of them made enough contacts to qualify themselves for their own Radio as Magic Award for working VK5WOW. The looks on the children's faces said it all, and they truly had an amazing time seeing what could be done with radio communications. We can't thank Joe and Julie enough, plus Ron VK3AFW, for all the efforts they put into this element of the program. It's truly inspirational to see what the School Amateur Radio Club program is capable of doing, and we can't encourage clubs around Australia enough to consider taking up this program themselves. All up, we estimate that around 400 people visited the site on Sunday. Everyone who came found something, I'm sure, to spark their interest in trying something new in amateur radio. So now, all that's left is to simply say a heartfelt thank you to everyone who came, to everyone who volunteered, and to each of the clubs who contributed to making this year's WIAA GM and Convention one of the best. In particular, we wish to thank the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society, Handor Football Club and the Lions Club, who sponsored and provided the barbecue on Sunday night. We also want to thank the North East Radio Club, who organised the VK5 WOW and VI5 WOW special event call signs, 
The Amateur Radio Experimenters Group will organise special permission to fly a balloon from Handorf Oval. The South Coast Amateur Radio Club is sponsored the gifts for the presenters. And the Elizabeth Amateur Radio Club for the fantastic work of the microwave team and their input into the organising committee. We must also thank all of the volunteers who contribute in ways both big and small, from leading the partners to us to dealing with venue bookings. And in particular, we must thank the WAA board and most notably Robert VK3DN for his contribution to running of the event. Next week, we'll give you an update on how we're going, getting ready to process the VK5 WAW awards, and we'll let you know what's also happening with the QSL cards. 73 is all. This has been Grant, VK5GR, with a wrap-up report for this year's WAA AGM and Convention Weekend. Thanks, Grant, for an excellent weekend. Now, we mentioned all the WIA awards. We left out this group. It's quite a large group and very, very well-deserved. Certificates of appreciation have gone to the WIA AGM Weekend South Australian Organising Committee. David Clegg, VK5KC. John Dawes, VK5BJE. Jim Tregallis, VK5TR, and Shirley Tregallis, VK5YL. Stuart Fillmore, VK5STU. Roy Gabriel, VK5NRG. Grant Willis himself, VK5GR. Matthew Cook, VK5ZM. David Minchin, VK5KK. Ian Crawford, VK5ZD. Joy Robbins and Dan Flakler, VK5DF. Congratulations, very, very well deserved. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA Local News Service, VK7, VK3PC and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm John, VK4JJW. Harmonisation of CEPT novice licences. In a paper for the IARU Region 1 General Conference, the Netherlands National Society, Veron, is proposing the harmonisation of CEPT novice licences in member countries. Although it's not clear from the name, the CEPT novice licence is equivalent to the UK Intermediate, USA General and our Australian Standard licence. One country's novice is another's standard licence. Currently, there are major differences among the various CEPT member countries in the frequencies permitted and transmitter power for novice licensed amateurs. Veron say that because of the international character of the amateur service, these differences are undesirable. Conference 2017. The Rotorua branch of the NZART has invited NZART members and their partners to Rotorua, New Zealand's coolest hotspot. The venue for this year's conference is the Sedima Hotel. All conference proceedings will be accommodated at the Sedima Hotel and reasonable room rates are available for those wishing to stay there. There's still time to make late registrations, and for further info, go to hamradio.co.nz. Ham Radio Awareness Program conducted at Science City, Ahmedabab, India. For summer camp students at Science City, a Ham Radio Awareness Program was conducted on the 20th of May by VU2EXP, Rajesh Vagadiya, Regional Coordinator, AMSAT, India. Participants learnt basic concepts of radio, their setup, propagation, types of conversation allowed and some limitation, 
Communication modes, features used by hams to send voice, text, images and data, licensing procedure in India, etc. Students were supposed to realise potential of amateur radio to do satellite communications or to have contact with astronauts aboard the ISS. Radio Caroline gets AM licence. Many of our old-timers who, through foggy eyes, can still remember the 60s, will remember the UK pirate radio ship Radio Caroline. Now, Ofcom has announced that Radio Caroline has been awarded an AM licence, the new service to cover Suffolk and Essex. Be this only a community radio service, it's provided on a not-for-profit basis and focuses on delivering specific social benefits to a particular local area or community of interest. Rock on, the boat that rocked. US Amateur Radio Bands Charts the ARRL has revised and updated its US Amateur Radio Bands charts, and these are now available for download. The revised charts reflect the new 630 and 2200-metre bands, but also emphasise that these bands are not yet available for amateur radio use. The effective date of the recent FCC report and order granting these allocations has not yet been determined, and until the start date's been set, it's not legal under a USA amateur radio licence to transmit on either band. Download the frequency band charts in colour, grayscale or black and white from the link we like in this week's WIA News Service in text. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. We continue WIA News in the operational area with a look at major 2017 contests. Hello, I'm Felix VK, 4FUQ. January 1, December 31, the Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. VK Shires, June 10 and 11. trans Tasman Low Band Contest, 160, 80, 40. Saturday 9, July 15 and start time is 08 hours UTC and finish time is 14 hours UTC. VK1 Winter Soda QSA Party takes place August 6, 2017, 9am to 11.30am. WIA's flagship contest, the Remembrance Day Contest, 12th and 13th of August. August 26, Alara Contest, start time, 1600 hours. This is a 24-hour contest for YLs. IARU High Speed Telegraphy World Championships are the 8th to the 12th of September. October CQWWDX Stroke SSB Contest, always October's last four weekend. Listen out for these specialties. TM500LH To commemorate the 500th anniversary of the founding of La Overe, the city's amateur radio club, F6KOH, will be putting TM500LH on the air May 25-31. This 25-31st of my operation will be using SSB, CWSS TV and digital. A special diploma is available to all stations making three contacts. Leuvre during World War I was a major disembarkation point for the Western Front for the Aussie soldiers arriving from the UK. Mills on the air, a great success. You may recall WA News rebroadcaster VK5HL told us of the plans that the Lower Murray Amateur Radio Club in VK5 had an activating Dunn's Mill in Mount Barker on Saturday the 13th and Sunday the 14th of May as VK5ALM. Well, although nothing in from the group on its success or otherwise, Jim VK3PC tells us that Australia's first registered entry in this annual fun event that has been going for more than a decade overseas was the picturesque Anderson's Mill at Smeaton Hill in central Victoria. At a five-storey historic bluestone mill built in the 1850s was the Central Goldfields Club VK3BI. 
The activation was the brainchild of Smeden resident Cheryl Just and husband Alan, who fell in love with the mill on a visit from Melbourne. They bought a house nearby and befriended descendants of the old flour mill. Before the descendants passed away, their wish was that the Anderson Mill would become the centrepiece of a community event. Well, that happened when 1,500 people attended various events at the mill's site. The VK3BI station was busy with local and DX contacts, including the Shetland Mill in Scotland that was also amongst those in the event. Well done to the Central Goldfields Amateur Radio Club by being the first Australian that joined those in the UK and parts of Europe. Resting place of keel from Arconi's floating lab Elettra to be museum ship's event site. The resting place of the keel from Wallace Pioneer Guglielmo Marconi's floating laboratory, the Yacht Elettra, will be the site of a special event in conjunction with the annual Museum Ships Weekend event June 3 and 4. Marconi named his youngest daughter after the Elettra, which means electron in Italian. The Elettra special event, under the sponsorship of the Guglielmo Marconi Foundation, will use the call sign IQ4FE. The Elettra operation will be part of a technical cultural event at Villa Griffoni, near Marconi's birthplace in Bologna, Italy. The Marconi Museum in Pontecchio is where the vessel's keel is kept. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group, CW. This story, which comes from down here in VK3, isn't exactly all about amateur radio, but it is about changing times and changing communication. It's the story of John Riddett, a long-time postal service employee who obviously knows all too well that a message delivered effectively is always a welcome message. John isn't a ham, sorry to say, but his telegraphy skills are something that many CW operators would envy. He trained in Morse as a teenager in 1953 at the Postmaster General's office and he used his talents afterwards to help send telegrams. That's a practice now out of use for about 50 years. Now John gets the message across by demonstrating his skills to children visiting Telstra's museum in Hawthorne, Melbourne. John has just been to VK8 to the Alice for a 10-day gathering of former postal workers who, like him, were once fluent in the poetry of dots and dashes. He told ABC Australia that judging from the size of the turnout, that the get-together was probably going to be one of the last. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Mike Foll, KB5UAC, and Ellen Oka, XKB5TZZ, have joined the Astronaut Hall of Fame. These two NASA astronauts boast with one-of-a-kind career credits were honoured May the 19th when they were inducted into the United States Astronaut Hall of Fame at Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Eleanor Coa, XKB5TZZ, the first Hispanic woman to go into space and the current director of NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston and former astronaut Mike Foll, KB5UAC. Foll, a veteran of six missions, logged more than 374 days in space and four spacewalks totaling almost 23 hours, including a spacewalk to perform repairs and upgrades to NASA's Hubble Space Telescope. He is also the only American citizen to have served on both Russian Mir Space Station and the International Space Station. Foll retired from NASA in 2013. 
During his ISS tour, the British-born Foles set up the Amateur Radio on the International Space Station, or ARIS, Phase 2 equipment, a Kenwood TMD-700E dual-band transceiver and the Svita service module. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Maritime Mobile Service Net relays distressed call, crew passengers and vessel safe. The Maritime Mobile Service Network, MMSN, recently served as a critical communication link after the sport fishing vessel Free Spirit put out a Mayday distress call on VHF Marine Channel 16 after running into trouble in Mexican waters. Brian Stipak, KF7QCX, skipper of the sailing vessel Ubiquity, heard the May 13 Mayday, which advised that the Free Spirit was sinking quickly with four people on board and that they were all abandoning ship. Unable to raise coastal stations on his vessel's VHF radio, Stipak went to the MMSN on 14.300 MHz. Despite marginal band conditions, he was able to relay a position report to net control station Ken Porter AC0ML. And the end result? All safe and sound. A little further south in Cuba, radio amateurs are constantly preparing to face earthquakes, intense hurricanes and periods of intense and widespread drought, as well as other events of nature. With that objective in mind, an exercise called Meteor is held every year which puts all the factors that participate in its development under stress. Federation de Radio Aficionados de Cuba, FRC, as an international amateur radio union IARU Region 2 member society located in the Caribbean area, works systematically to provide attention to this important activity, due to the risk factors entailed by its geographic location and prioritises the efforts in this direction. Meteor 2017 was held on May the 20th and 21st, led by the civil defence staff, and in this framework, hundreds of radio amateurs from all locations were mobilised. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Finally, as we get to the end of WIA News for another week, it's a look at the social scene. We're looking at June, June 2-4 to 4 in VK4, Teresa Creek Campout Day, June 3 in VK3, Melbourne's winter QRP by the Bay at 3pm. June 10 to 11 in VK2, it's the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's 42nd annual field day being held at Port Macquarie. And June 10 to 11 in VK5, Serg's annual convention and the Australian, the VK Fox Hunting Championships. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.